Welcome to CEO on the Go, the show about personal and professional growth for busy leaders like you. I'm Gail Lance, and I'm here to help you think differently, solve big problems, and inspire change. It's tough to do on your own and even with a team, but it is possible. So let's get started. Welcome to this episode of CEO on the Go. If you listened to my last episode with Dr. Harvey Castro, we talked about personal and business reinvention. And if you missed it, I encourage you to listen or to share it with anyone you know who's even remotely considering some kind of personal career or business reinvention. He had a lot of great insights to share and resources too. And I want to build on that theme today to challenge you to think about your own leadership reinvention what reinventing yourself as a leader could look like or should look like. And maybe you don't need total reinvention, but you can step into your role differently and more powerfully, I believe, by bringing more of yourself to your role. I think it's important to be true to yourself as as much as you possibly can, especially now during these stressful times when everything seems to be changing. It's more important for you to stay grounded. And the way to do that is to lead from a place of authenticity, where you're really honoring who you are and your own personal values. And I saw just a wonderful example of being grounded when I was on the Alaskan cruise that I think I mentioned uh, recently back in August, I attended a workshop on the cruise where the, the speaker stood firmly in the center of the stage of the theater as the ship was rocking a lot and the curtains behind her swayed from side to side. We were in rough water out at sea and I practically had to sit with my head between my legs during most of the workshop because I was feeling so seasick. But I tried to hang in there, and I was just struck by how well she modeled stability in the midst of constant change, which was a point she made during the workshop. And I think in the same way, you you can't allow yourself to be influenced by other people's fear or anxiety or doubt or other distractions that can negatively impact you. So being who you really are helps you be more powerful and compelling as a leader and helps you stay more grounded because you're just not wasting energy trying to show up as someone who you're not and not being distracted by those other forces that I mentioned. So this begs the question, do you even know who you really are as a leader? The problem that I see is that many people I meet with don't even know, or they've lost sight of who they really are. Um, Some are trying to get perspective from other people by talking to them or taking like 360 assessments or other assessment tools, you know, and that's a really uh, interesting process for many leaders to go through that helps them better understand themselves and how they're communicating and what drives them. And sometimes the results show a kind of behavioral style that isn't evident Um, a kind of a middle of the road style that some people have compared to other people where they have a very clear evidence style. Like you can, you can walk up to them in a conversation and see that that they're a very dominant kind of person or maybe very friendly or very analytical. There's some people where, and there's no judgment here, it's just a little harder to determine if there's some kind of distinctive behavioral style that they have. They're kind of good at morphing into different styles depending on the situation that they're in. Sometimes I hear people say, yeah, I've gotten really good at playing the game, or I just know that I've been here for so long that this is kind of how I need to be, where I can show up in one way if I'm talking to one person or a little bit differently in another situation. So, um, and then some people just say, I think the results reflect what I think I should be. 
to be successful in this organization. And I always hate to hear that because, you know, it's so much more important to be who you really are than trying to pretend like you're someone who you're not. Um, But the truth is people do adapt to different situations and cultures to the point where they've just kind of lost that clarity. It happened to me uh, being in the corporate world for so long. And we can talk more about that later if you're interested. But as usual for today, I wanted to offer some advice or perspective for you to consider. If you're thinking about how you can be at your best during these stressful, constantly changing times. And as I've mentioned, I think first, know yourself well. That's the best advice when people say, where should I even start? It's really start within at who you truly are, uh, knowing who you are apart from your, quote, work self. Uh, It's one of the most important qualities I think you can have as a leader is that self-awareness. And it can be a journey. It can take some time. But at the end of the day, you can only control yourself anyway. And even that can be a challenge. (laughs) So understanding yourself and and what can you do to to better understand yourself or your own leadership how it is that you're showing up as you are today as a leader who you are and i think there are lots of influences to reflect on for example think about people in your family you know my dad worked for the telephone company for 35 years a large utility and i witnessed how he led and the, the learner that he was and how energized he seemed to be by what he was learning and sharing what he was learning. I think that he alone has probably been one of the most uh, influential and positive influences uh, regarding my own leadership style. Think about other people that you've reported to. Some of the people I've reported to over the years were, were very influential, some in a not so positive way at times, but I learned how I didn't want to be. Think about other leaders that you know in your network, perhaps through some groups or associations that you're a part of, or the media, what you see in the news or movies that you watch, how leaders are portrayed. And then finally, how you've been socialized. You know, for example, um, many men do business out on the golf course, and it historically has been less common for women, although that's changing now. But there are all kinds of ways that we're socialized when it comes to understanding what a great leader is. And often we're internalizing what we see or hear without even being aware of that. There may be some norms that drive how you show up as a leader, depending on what country you live in. Some are top-down leadership practices. I remember working with an organization on ways to support their leaders, and we talked about doing some training. And when I suggested that we needed to help leaders become more involved in the training and maybe spend some time helping them understand the purpose and what the value was and maybe even get some input along the way, the response was, that doesn't matter. If we tell them to be here, they'll be here. They don't have any say-so. And I thought that was a really unfortunate situation, especially because in my business, I tend to work more with organizations that want to promote more collaboration and engagement. They're looking for inclusive approaches. So that wasn't necessarily the best project fit for my business, but it did teach me a lot about how those leaders are learning to show up in their particular culture. They're learning to be compliant, not really having to think, just follow orders. I've witnessed the other extreme too, where you're in a business and you see the CEO is is really not leading. They might be involved in the sales process or they're micromanaging, but they're not really stepping into a leadership role and everyone's just kind of trying to figure out what they need to do. So there you see kind of a lack of leadership. 
um, which is conditioning people, you know, in a specific way, they don't have any role model to follow or, or expectations aren't clear in terms of what good leadership looks like in that kind of business. So just reflecting on, you know, how how you got to be where you are and why you think the way that you do can be a, a really great exercise to do. Understand how you operate under stress. We often don't show up in our, quote, normal state when we're under extreme stress. And even the most patient, even-tempered person can appear differently under stress. They might be more quick-tempered, or they could even be a lot more withdrawn. And so those are helpful insights to understand both, both how you're showing up in your normal state and how you operate under stress. So the second point I'll mention is determine if you're showing up as who you really are as a leader. You know, first we talked about the importance of understanding who you are. And now think about how are you showing up and how do you know if you really are being your most authentic self? And I've learned that the way that you know that is how you feel. I can tell when I don't feel like myself, when I'm trying too hard to be what I think others want me to be, um, that may be worthwhile to, to revisit or reflect on your own personal values. Can you articulate what those values are, knowing what drives you? Um, sometimes it's more of an inner knowing. You can just tell when you're doing something or leading in a way that doesn't feel congruent with who you really are. Some would call it feeling out of alignment. So if you're sensing that, that's simply an indicator that probably something needs to shift and you can figure out what that is. And as you show up as more of who you are, know that that's what employees want from you too. Um, Based on a recent study that I was looking at, I think it may have been a, a Dale Carnegie study. It shows that employees want leaders who develop themselves and other people so that they know that it's okay to make mistakes and learn from them. They're looking for a real, a real leader, a transparent leader. 84% in that study said that it's important that managers admit their mistakes. 87% say it's important to receive sincere appreciation. We talk a lot about that in different episodes on this podcast. And in my own experience working with organizations, I know that employees want leaders that they can trust, who communicate honestly, and who want to help them grow. So your homework or your reflection opportunity, uh, which is a nice way to say that if you don't want to take any action, I still encourage you to think about it, is to consider one aspect of your leadership that you would like to be different or better that more truly reflects who you are now. Maybe it's listening more deliberately, or maybe it's being more transparent, directing less, or showing more interest in people on your team, practicing more imaginative thinking, or just standing up for what you truly believe. So pick just one aspect and decide what you'll do differently or how you'll show up more authentically. Realize that change won't happen overnight. You're probably stuck in patterns of thought and habits that will take some time to change, but you can do it if you want to. Stress is here to stay. So, you know, keep working on ways to lead in your own way, knowing that stress doesn't have to consume you. It can, it can actually be a catalyst for you to become better, stronger, more stable, more effective, and to do it in your own unique way. Eventually, you'll hold steady to show other people how it's done and to be a positive influence that they can learn from. So thanks for listening today. If you are out there in rough waters, I hope that this episode has given you a little hope and a few ideas to think about to help you stay grounded and to consider the ways in which you know that you need to lead to do your best work and make the impact that you want to make. So stay tuned for episodes in the future where I've got some great guests coming up on a number of different topics. In the meantime, I hope you have a great rest of the week doing the work that matters to you. 
Thanks for tuning in. And as always, be sure to share this episode with someone else who might benefit or leave a review. You can join my email list by going to workmatters.com so you don't miss an episode. And there you can learn more about ways we serve mission-driven leaders like you. If there's a challenge you want to discuss, I'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, keep growing as a leader, inspiring change, and doing the work that matters to you.